just made some i was good and wholesome i was still coming fresh off being a deacon and then you came in my life and just corrupted me mother fucking lies wow really god you yes. weren't fresh off the farm you're not cow's milk you're not pasteurized don't act crazy really <laughs> i take no responsibilities you like i said you were you're like um spaghetti sauce when you turn up the heat high and it's bubbling but you don't really see the bubbles till you lift off the lid i just lift <laughs> Whatever. The people are bubbling. I lifted off the lid. So I'm gonna say again, you're welcome. <laughs> oh, whatever, AJ. I just helped the world to see your spaghetti sauce. That's all. Mm-mm-mm. Can I tell you that this has been a crazy week? What? what like, you no, just weird people. Like my DMs have. Like every day, I clean my DMs, and then every day when I wake up in the morning, there's new people in there. Just asking me like a bug a mess. I had another marriage proposal today. Brethren, do you even know if there's green stuff oozing out of my vagina? Do you even know if I have a vagina? You want to marry me? Are you dumb? I told you. Like, you, should, you should start telling them that you got a dick. Hi, you remember what happened last time I took your suggestion? And I sent the penis picture to the man? And what did the man tell me? <laughs> Thank you very kindly. Your suggestion sucks. <laughs> That man felt like I was giving him a bi curious out because then he's going to tell me, oh, he likes black dick. Listen to me, sir. We're not here for none of this. I was trying to deter you, but you feel like this is some other conversation. Nah, boss. We're not here for none of that. Hold on. I got to close my back door. Okay. I just don't want my neighbor to hear me. Chatting. Are right, you ready to Chatting. start? Love. Love. Lust. Lust. And battles. Ladies and gentlemen, it is CEO Hayes in the building, and you know what that means. You're listening to another episode of Love, Lust, and Badass Soul. And so if I'm here, then my sexy ass, beautiful ass, getting ready to have my head in her vagina ass co-host is in the building. What's going on, AJ? Just log off. We're not doing you know, it's like them people who was not quick. It finished before it started. Come log off. We're done. We're not. We're not here for that today. I, I, no, no, we're not. I love. Even my cat. I love the fact that it took his life of its own. Like once people heard heard it, and like on Twitter, well, we just got a message about it the other day too. Somebody who just listened. It was Mister I ninety five South. That's so funny, man. That's so funny. Honestly, and then you had to go find the stupid gift with the headed. <laughs> Honestly, yeah. yeah. That that honestly, 
You know what's funny? I didn't even find that. Chris Harrison sent that to me. He was like, is this how you're trying to do AJ at the live show? And I immediately was like, email that to me right now. Email that to me right now. Jerk, that's why. Chris has no love for He's a jerk. And Chris upholds the fuckery. That's what the problem is. Nobody, we're not doing none of that. We're not doing none. CJ, you better stay beside me the entire life because if I see you leave and go at any kind of distance, I am taking off my shoe to impale you in your forehead with it because I'm going to know if you're at a distance from me, you're going to try to take a running shot at me, then we're just going to have to fight. One time. All right, whatever. Um. <laughs> don't, don't feel like you have some kind of ulterior plan set me in your brain. Don't do it. Don't do it. Don't worry not, about all not, that. Don't worry about all that. <laughs> no, no, but... Hmm? What happened? You seem to it's funny. All right. Don't worry. I, I'll bring something for you. Don't worry. <laughs> Try and find one. Try and find one. Oh, man. AJ, I wish we can keep the laughs going. I kind of want to get this, the heavy thing out the way first. Are you cool with that? Sure. Okay. So, um, listeners, and most of you guys may have seen it too. So, there was a video going around on Twitter um, in which it showed a young lady um, who had got confronted by a dude that she was messing messing with wife, who I believe they were separated. AJ, you can correct me at any time if I'm kind of off. And in the video, the young lady who's behind the camera is asking her questions. And then she popped her with the gun. She had a gun. She popped her with the gun at first. And I really, at that point, the first pop, I thought, you know what? This is just silly. Cause I've seen like some videos where it's like someone fakes, like shoots at somebody and then it's, it's all laughs afterwards or whatnot. And I'm like, Oh, this may be a prank. They're, they're just trying to get attention for social media. But then AJ, the blood started running down this woman's forehead. And then you can see on the other side of her head where a previous mark had been that you couldn't really see it initially in the video. And so this woman is apparently holding this woman at, at gunpoint, asking her so many questions about like why she's messing with her dude. Why was she there? Are you going to call him and tell him it's done with? It's over with. It was a very serious and depressing video to see somebody in a situation like this. And then, you know, it spurned off a couple more conversations. But AJ, what was your initial uh, kind of reaction after you saw that video? So some more of the background story to it is so. the OK, so it's a couple. I don't know what the woman's name is who's pregnant, but her her husband's name is Darius. So they're having domestic issues. She moves out and leaves to go to either, I think it's either her parents or her grandparents' home. And while she's there, she gets a notification from FedEx or UPS or somebody saying that a package was delivered to her home, but it wasn't to her name. Uh, and then there were a letter or mail or something like that came. So she opened the mail. Um, she screenshotted. So she apparently knows the woman that her husband uh, is messing around with. So she screenshotted and she sent a copy to the woman and asked the woman, why are you living in my house? Why is mail that belongs to you coming to my home? So the woman must have tell her to go chuck off in our muma or kosa or something or whatever, right? So this pregnant woman take her bright self, carried her gun and her gun-toting ass to the home that she was previously living in with her husband and confronted the woman that her husband moved in. And is basically pistol whooping this woman and verbally abusing the woman and asking her, bitch, why are you in my house? Ho, why are you in my house? You know, call Darius and tell Darius that you're done with him. And she's she's videotaping this and beating the woman with her gun, videotaping this for the world to see. It gets even crazier. There's a, a man who's a friend of hers who's trying to justify the pistol whipping. 
and saying that, well, you know, the woman was rude to her, which is why she came over. And everybody's like, doesn't make a difference. Like you're holding a woman, you're holding another person at gunpoint, you're holding them hostage and assaulting them. So for me, bottom period, period, she needs to go to jail. You need to go sit down in that jail cell and contemplate to life. Because clearly being pregnant was enough of a reason for you to keep your ass where you were. Your husband moved her in. Why the fuck are you not confronting your husband? CJ, I'm so sick, and, and I'm going to use this word, you know I don't like to use this word regularly, I'm sick of these bitches confronting women who their men are messing around with. That fucking woman owes you zero. She owes you nothing. She didn't put seed in you. She didn't shoot up your fucking club. She never breathed you, and she's not fucking married to you. That man is. Tell me why you don't have enough strength to go confront your man, but you want to confront this woman, hold her hostage on the step, beat her with your gun, force her to make a phone call, and, uh, and, and threaten her and have her in fear for her life that you're going to kill her. You, and you actually threaten to kill her the next time you see her, if you see her back there again. Bitch, you need to go sit down in a somebody blood clot jail cell and contemplate your life. Because you know where you're going to give birth to your kid? In jail. Because you can't say that you were under duress. You uh, you attacked this woman on purpose. You It was premeditated. You sent her a message, and then you went there with your gun to go find her. Why didn't you go to your man's job to go find him then the kicker is when the, the girl who's being beaten is trying to call darius darius's phone is out of service all of a sudden the wife then says to her oh do you have darius's other number call him on his other number bitch what so at this point you're gonna try to force her to tell your man that she's a listen to me you're not in that house he can bring whichever pussy and pum pum and batty and breasts and ties and everything else he can bring whoever he wants into the house because you made a conscious choice to move out of the house so here what you don't get a say in what goes on in there if you want to say move back and work your shit out with your fucking husband instead of staying on the street beating up well because they're sleeping with your man because your man is bringing them home are you dumb like that just takes dumb people other fucking level are you and my thing is, too, is like, and I said that kind of on Twitter is that people get so much smoke or fire or pissed off at the person who didn't give any vows to them. That woman don't owe you shit that you moved yeah. out for all you know. You don't know what that man could be telling her. Like, granted, she knew that he was married eventually, but I think she even said anything. He said that they weren't together anymore, that they were separated. She moved out. You gave like. And visually, that can kind of make sense to somebody. Not And regardless of how much time has passed, he, there, there's a reasonable explanation to where she could have thought that it was legit. But even so, he's the person who fucking made vows to stay faithful to you. But yet you sitting here pistol whipping and beating up this girl. And, and did you did you because they uh, eventually like they found his Twitter. Did you go look at his Twitter during all this? Mm -mm, the dude, the dude's like laughing and joking and cracking jokes with people like nothing's fucking going on like people are like commenting like oh where were you at during this and he's like i ain't got nothing to do with that like it, like he just don't give a fuck he doesn't care like, and, and that's my whole thing she can't go to him because she knows he doesn't give a fuck so what's she gonna do she's gonna go run behind the gal and go beat up the gal because she knows she's gonna frighten the girl okay so you scared this girl off your man still doesn't give a fuck. Guess what? In a week time, he's going to bring somebody else into your house. And, and the thing is, and the, these kind of relationships, these kind of toxic relationships kill me 
You left the relationship. You moved out and separated from the man and went about your business. How the hell do you feel like you have any right to what goes on in that house after that? If it was blood clap, me, me would have changed every fucking lock on every door so she couldn't come back in. Me would have all changed my number so she can't call me. Are you crazy? CJ, I'm going to say it again. She needs to go sit down in a fucking jail cell and contemplate what she did. When you have strength, find a man that did the shit to you. Don't come after the woman. The woman doesn't, she doesn't owe you nothing. Nothing. Nothing at all. Because guess what? You're not carrying her baby. Guess what? You weren't married to her. Guess what? You weren't living in a house with her. Right? She's going by whatever it is that he says. If he said, come stay with me, and she comes in, there's no panty, no brush, no brassiere, no hair in the sink, no nail polish, no lip gloss. There's no sign of another woman living there, and you say it's cool for me to come live, I'm going to come live. Yeah. Like, I can't. People These women who find yeah. other women over a man, get your fucking life. Get your life. Get your life. <laughs> And you want to confront somebody, confront him because you don't know what it is that he's telling these this woman or any other woman. Like I said, all next week, like how he's laughing and joking about it, like you said, that he doesn't take it seriously. He doesn't care about her. He doesn't care about either one of them. Um, yeah, it 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 really it's it's sad to see anyone go through that situation. It's more sad to see women attack women and you know, I, I've been on my whole positivity kick and saying that, you know, when black women get together, it's some of the most majestic stuff ever in positivity. But when it's some bullshit like this, the shit is disgusting. And the thing is, is that even if like she was hurt, I get it. And I don't want to hear nothing about being hormonal because you're being pregnant. I know pregnant women who've been through worse shit and ain't nobody pulled no gun out and pistol whip nobody on no fucking social media. So that shit is out the fucking window. But the thing is, you need to realize that you got to stop attacking people. And even if she did that shit to him, it kind of would be more understandable. But you don't even need to do that shit to him. There's no situation in which you need to do that shit to somebody who's treating you wrong. Move the fuck on. Like, where? What? why do, Why is it so hard for some people to just move the fuck on? I don't get that. Because if you do me wrong or some shit, I don't want to deal with it. I'm out. And then we don't need to argue. We don't need to fight. I don't need to show up and, and whoop no niggas ass. I don't need to do none of that shit. I'm out. I'm going to go home. I'm going to be peaceful. I'm going to get with people who love me. And that's it. Like, I don't, I don't get it, man. Hormonal. I, I don't even buy that hormonal shit. Yeah. It was premeditated assault. Like I said, she screenshot the letter and sent it to the girl and asked the girl or asked the young lady, why is mail coming to my house for you? And after the girl's response, like, you know, I'm not obligated to answer your whatever, even if the girl replied to you rude, it's premeditated assault. You decided, you made a decision to take up your gun and galang to the woman where the woman dead to go beat her with your gun, right? It's not like you went with your fist to fist fight her. You brought a fucking gun. You brought a deadly weapon with you to confront this girl about why she's living in your house. She had... Listen to me. If she gets off, honestly, something is wrong with Fiona judicial system. And I have to say Fiona because I don't live in America. <laughs> if uh, something is wrong with the fucking American it's premeditated assault. You went there with the intention of beating that girl and threatening her life with your gun. With your gun. With a gun. That's That shit is just wild to me, man. Wow. See, that's supposed to off a, pop off a shot accidentally. Suppose she had just been so riled up that she pulled the trigger accidentally and shot that young lady. Yeah. You, you, be, sitting, you be 
going to jail for the rest of your natural born fucking life, giving birth to your kid in jail, and then watching somebody come take your picnic and go along with you know what's crazy? Still- and I just thought about this. So she's probably she's going to go to jail. Like if they haven't found her already, they're going to. Um, I know the young lady deleted her Twitter, but they're going to find her. So now when she gives birth, because she should get some time, some serious time for that. When she gives birth, the child's going to go with the father. Now, what if he doesn't leave the chick that she beat with the pistol? Like, now that chick is also raising your kid. Did you really win? Thank you kindly. Wow. <laughs> All right, let's move on. Let's get into some 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 of our normal fuckery so we're not so depressing around here. Uh, let's take a second to calm down. We're actually going to take a brief break just to kind of clean cleanse the palate. We're going to come right back after this. Hey guys, it's your girl Beck Easy. Hi everybody, it's your girl Joanne. Hey guys, it's Trell and this is The, the team. team. And we want to welcome you into our group chat where we talk any and everything from ABCs of sex to finding your passion. Catch us every other Tuesday on Spreaker, Apple Podcasts, Google Play, iHeartRadio, Spotify, and YouTube. Because we lit. Take that, take that. <laughs> your, your, your breasts are just distracting me right now. <laughs> all right aj um so we got some more stuff coming uh you do have a couple of emails a couple of letters or whatever they sent in what, what do you got first for us so we have a listener question uh this one uh boy okay so this is based on i think a conversation that we had two episodes ago uh so it reads i listened to your last episode when you discussed the older woman who has a much younger boyfriend i'm in a similar situation with my mother except that I'm attracted to her much younger boyfriend. My mother is 50 and her boyfriend is 29 and I am 25. Yes, they have a loving relationship, but I think it's unfair that she's dating someone closer to my age who I should be with and not dating someone closer to her own age who she should be with. He's handsome and has all the qualities that I want in a man. I feel like I should talk to him, but I don't know how to approach him without it seeming disrespectful. He's never looked at me or approached me in any type of way that would suggest that he's interested. But I know if he just had an opportunity to spend time alone with me, he oh, would see Jesus. that he's better off to his own age, like me, as opposed to my mom. I do love my mother. I just think she'd be happier with someone older. What do you think I should say to him? Oh, and I was thinking I should invite him out on a date. <laughs> Bitch, you need to go sit your little. What is wrong with people? What the? F- and this wasn't. This wasn't. Like AJ, okay. Let me ask you this question because this was not sent to our actual email. This was DM to you. What the fuck do you do yeah. to make people feel comfortable to tell you this shit? Because like I need to know what you're doing <laughs> because like that shit is wild. You know, honestly, people ask me this all the time, and I actually find it really strange that people feel that comfortable to just like talk to me about any and everything in their life. You know what I mean? Even from when we had like the, the guy that was had the four women on the side and all this, because I'm not friends with these people. You know what I mean? These are not people that I know, but I don't know. I guess maybe because it, I'm objective, like I'm not biased one way or the other. If it's bullshit, I'm going to tell you it's bullshit. And if it's gravy, I'm going to tell you that it's gravy. And if it's somewhere in between, I'm going to tell you it's bullshit topped with a little bit of gravy. You understand? Mm. So I don't know. Like maybe it's just, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what it is but it makes me feel really weird sometimes but young lady you need to stop coveting your mother's man and go find a man of your own if her boyfriend was interested in you he would have been looking you and you just said he's never even looked at you or approached you in any way that would make you think that he's interested why the fuck would you think that he wants you he wants your mom loud them i don't understand why people try to trample 
people and other people's happiness, especially like within a family. I don't get it. I don't get it. I don't get it. <laughs> you remember the episode that we did where the mother was pregnant by one of her daughter's husbands mm-hmm. because she was sleeping with her with her son-in-law? Yeah. And she was married, but she, and she didn't know how to tell her daughter because she didn't want to break up her family, bitch. You conceived a child with your son-in-law. You done mash up everything already. Dolly holes pop down, rocks to one fling wet, everything mash up. Like for real? I, uh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> I know you're sitting there like a jumpy sleep and disgust. Listen. What would you say? Bitch, what the fuck is wrong with you? That's what I would say. Like, this shit is not cool. It's not normal. It's not cute. There's like no, fuck that shit. That shit is not cool. Um, yeah, man. I, 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 I. Somebody needs to get smacked. Like you need your ass whooped. Like the fact that you just formed words and 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 thought that it was cool to say all this. No, you got. You have to die. Like that's what it is. You, you. I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't understand yeah. people. I lose my. I lose my faith in humanity every time we do this podcast. No, but there are some good points that come out of it. Don't say that. I just, I don't know. Like, to me, I don't understand how you can fix your mouth in the same sentence to say that you love her, your mom, but you're also trying to master her relationship and make her unhappy. Like how, you know, why are you not celebrating her happiness? Why are you not celebrating the joy that she has, that she's found someone that loves her and is good to her and is kind to her and treats her like a queen? Why is that not your priority in celebrating? Instead, no, you're sitting down watching her man's cocky and watching the things that her man gives to her and, and being envious of your mother. Like these situations or these relationships, uh, these the, the dynamics of mother-daughter relationships, some of them, not all of them. But the dynamics of some mother-daughter relationships where there's jealousy, whether it's the, the mother to the daughter for the age or the daughter to the mother for, you know, whatever it is that she has or she's dating younger men. I just don't understand that in any way, shape, or form because I don't have that kind of relationship with my daughter, you know? Um, even when I've dated younger men, like, my daughter's never – it's just never been – it's never crossed her mind to be interested. Like, it's like, okay, well, if my mom likes him, ew, what would I be interested in liking that person for? You know what I mean? I think the same way. Like if my mom was dating somebody closer to my age, that's like an automatic yuck. Like, ew, you put your penis in my mom. Why would I be interested? <laughs> I never thought of it that way, but you you make a lot of sense. Like that is like, wow. It's, it's gross. It's yuck. Yeah, it's, it's just very yuck. Ew. Yeah. Ew. <laughs> You know what I mean? When you think about it from that perspective, because that's really what it is. Like, if she's sitting down thinking, like, I would be a better woman for him, you're thinking you could pop your pussy better on that man than your mom does. And you're thinking about the way that he's digging out your mom's mouth. That's just nasty. You need need counseling, young lady. Counseling. Damn. Counseling. Damn. Or Jesus. Yeah, or both. Or both. That's just... That's just nasty, nasty. I, Maybe I, she needs to go to the, no, the church of the no undergarments and let the pastor lay some healing hands on her because clearly she needs, I don't know what, <laughs> but she doesn't need her, man, her, her mother's man. You don't. Yeah, that's disgusting. Let's, let's just, because now, now my skin's crawling. Let's move on. What we got next? <laughs> <laughs> it's a violation. Don't Very. do it. Don't suggest nothing to him. Don't approach him. You need to process that out of your mind. 
and out of your system. And what you need to focus on is your mom's happiness in that relationship instead with of, that man. Instead of focusing oh, on how much better you can pop that pussy than your mama. Is that the next title of her? I think that is the title. <laughs> I bet I could pop my pussy better than my mama. <laughs> I'm actually writing it down. Okay, cool. Welcome to Toy Talk with Erotic Boudoir. I'm Nick, your personal sex toy sensei, here to help you prioritize your pleasure. This week's toy is the OptiMail Endurance Trainer by Doc Johnson Enterprise. Stamina training methods like edging have become standard as men everywhere learn to apply this technique for increased stamina and more powerful orgasms. Get in on the action with the OptiMail Endurance Trainer, a hard case stroker with a built-in squeeze plate grip that allows a user to control the pleasure. The OptiMail Endurance Trainer is lined with a tight, textured insert in lifelike ultra skin, a material designed to warm to body temperature with use and emulate the feel of real skin. This stroker's end cap adjusts to perfectly customize the strength of the suction desired, and a screw on top makes it easy to store safely and discreetly. On our website, it's $89.99, and if you use discount code LLBAS, you receive 10% off. Go to our website, www.touchingbodymindandsoul.com to get yours today. Remember, prioritize your pleasure with Erotic Boudoir. Okay, so then the next one, the next one is really interesting. Um, this is something that we've never encountered before as an insecurity um, or a relationship issue. This one is really unusual. Do you want to read this long ass email? No, I'm good, player. I'm good. I'm good. I'll let you. I'll <laughs> let you have it. I feel like this is your ministry, so you can take this one. Uh, okay. So it says, "Good evening." I absolutely love your podcast and the energy you share with CJ. You two are truly a dynamic duo. Your advice is sound, useful, humorous, and insightful. And I truly appreciate what you both do. I've even put several of my friends onto your podcast and they love it as well. I wanted to reach out to you to talk to you about a situation that you will probably think is very silly. And even when I think about it deeply, I think it's very silly, but it's serious enough that it's potentially harming my relationship. I have food security issues. When I say I have food security issues, I mean an issue that is actually starting to affect my relationship with mistrust over food. I have been with my boyfriend for three years. We share a condo and have a dog just to give you some background of my current life. When I was a kid, we grew up relatively poor and there always seemed to be a struggle and fight for enough food. There were many days where I went to school with barely a breakfast and no lunch and nothing to eat until I got home for supper. Embarrassment never allowed me to take food from my friends or even money to buy anything to eat from my friends. And even my teachers noticed and offered to help, but I respectfully, shamefully, and politely declined. I remember the school contacting my mom and she being very angry at me, and that pushed my shame even further. When there was extra food or treats, my brother and I were always fighting. And and he always got first dibs because he was older, bigger, and of course stronger. Sometimes he would even take my stuff and I couldn't complain because I know my mom would smack the both of us. As I got older and got a part-time job and got part-time jobs, I would always gorge myself at work before I came home so I would never have that empty feeling in my stomach. And I secretly hid food in my room so that in the night when everyone was asleep, I could also eat in peace. Sadly though, it was a habit that became an obsession into my adult life and has continued into my relationship so much so that if I cook or he cooks, 
and there are leftovers, I will literally wake up in the middle of the night to eat what is left just so that he can't have it. And also so that I know that I've had the food and don't have to worry about coming home and it not being there. I hide food in our walk-in closet on my side. I hide food in my nightstand. I even hide food in the drawers in the bathroom vanity. He has found my stash. He has found my stash many a time and has asked me what's wrong with me and why do I keep hiding food in different parts of the house? We've had legitimate arguments about it because I really do go overboard sometimes. Even our pantry and cupboards are overstuffed with stuff that expires because I don't get to eat it soon enough. I don't know how to explain that part of my past to him because I feel sickeningly embarrassed about it and the fact that it's something that I just can't fix. It seems so silly and I really don't want to continue fighting with him about it, but I don't know how to tell him without without him thinking I come from a family of weirdos or that I grew up like, like a barn animal. I apologize for the long read, but I'm hoping the two of you can offer some insight. Not sure if either of you have ever been through anything similar, but thank you for your time. Keep up the great work. I look forward to hearing more of your episodes, and hopefully one day we'll be able to get to one of your live events. Regards, Eating Etta. The trauma, and I think this is what you said right after we uh, initially got this email, is the trauma that we carry from our childhood into our adulthood. It's real. And I think that, yeah, I mean, looking at this and thinking it's food, of course, you can sit there and think it's just food. Is it really are you really that trauma? Like, but it's it's clearly a trauma. It's clearly something that you may need to talk to somebody about, but it's something that you need to make him a part of. And that's something that I've been really big on lately, saying make make your partner a part of whatever you're going through. And I think you really just need to talk to him with the, in the way that you talk to us about it. I'm not quite sure. I can't really get it based off this email. If he really quite can grasp review explain to him how this is truly a trauma that you're carrying from your childhood and from the from your upbringing and that may make it easier i know you guys have gotten into arguments about it but i think when it's put in the light of it being a trauma rather than just focusing on the fact that it's related to food it should make it easier for him to understand somewhat at least i would i would hope so what what do you think aj um i definitely agree that you know the things that not and not in all cases, but it seems like in a lot of cases the things that transpire in our lives, especially the negative things when we were kids, affect us adversely as adults, especially when we haven't dealt with them in any way, shape, or form, or we haven't talked with them, or we try to normalize them um, as we get older. Um, I know someone who I would I think that he has food security issues, but I don't know that it's ever affected his relationship. Um, I know that you know even when he's full he'll go back to eating shortly after he's stopped eating. And I asked him about it once. I'm like, why are you like gorging yourself? He's like, honestly, like I just, it's there. And you know, I just want to make sure that I'm the one who eats it because I'm the one who paid for it. I'm the one who bought it. And even things like sharing his food was difficult for him. I remember we were hanging out one time and, and we had ordered food. We ordered some like two separate things and he had like wings and I asked him for one. He's like, no, I'm like, but you've got like 20 of them. He's like, I know, but they're mine. And, and I'm looking at, and the thing is, I don't think that he meant it in like a, a rude kind of way or like a selfish kind of way. Like he just really believed the food was his, he paid for it. He should be the only one that eats it, you know? Um, and until this moment, I never really gave it much thought, but I'm sure if I asked him, I, I know that they he grew up in um, a desolate sort of situation and, and, you know, poor circumstances where there wasn't always enough food to eat. So I get it from that perspective, but 
I do feel one, like this is something that requires counseling. Like she needs to talk to somebody because, you know, I'm, I'm guessing she's maybe like mid, mid to late twenties, maybe early thirties. Mm-hmm. However old, you know what I mean? Like you're well past your teen years and you're old enough that you're living with someone and that you have, you know, responsibilities and that kind of thing. You owe it to yourself to unpack that baggage. You owe it to your relationship to unpack that baggage. And if you don't know how to do that effectively by yourself, you need to seek out help from someone who can help you do that. And also to help you lessen that feeling of shame and embarrassment, because as long as you continue to feel that shame and embarrassment, you're going to continue this pattern of behavior. You know, the, yeah. the fact is a lot of us grew up in situations where it was rough times and, and, you know, our family struggled. Like a lot of us now are in middle class situations where we have more money than our parents had. And a lot of us grew up in those situations where there wasn't like, you know, you're not going to school with a ton of snacks in your bag. You know, you don't get a lot of choices about what your lunch is going to be. And sometimes you maybe just have breakfast and you don't get to have lunch and then you get dinner when you come home, you know, um, for her having, you know, having to fight with her brother about food definitely is something that needs to be unpacked. Having to be shamed by her mom because, you know, someone at school actually cared enough to call is something that definitely needs to be unpacked. But her, that whole situation, it, it needs to be dealt with on a holistic level because she's not able to move forward emotionally with it. She also needs to be able to trust her partner with that kind of information and knows that know that he loves her enough that he's not going to shame or embarrass her because of what's happened in her childhood, you know, I'm not going to eat the Twizzlers. If I, if I know that's what's going on and you worry that you're going to wake up in the middle of the night and the Twizzlers aren't going to be there, babe, I'm not going to eat the Twizzlers. They'll be there. Yeah. You can have them tomorrow. You know? Yeah. That's a man. The things that we go through as kids and the way that it impacts us that you never think it's going to impact you. It's fucking crazy. It is. It's crazy. It really is. Damn. That's wild. Damn. All right. What we got next, AJ? That's and I will say this too. like you. If anyone who's on the other side of this, regardless of of the trauma, you know, you got to pay attention to the person you would. I, I I know someone and it wasn't romantic um, that went through and I, just for the privacy, I won't I won't say exactly what it was, but they went through something traumatic in um, as a kid. And like, you know, how like. You know, how like you would sw- do the towel and pop somebody. Like in, in the backside, that sent her into a very traumatic space. And so we were all kind of playing mm-hmm. as kids one time and somebody did that and she flipped out and beat their ass. And of course, like we're thinking like, damn, like we're all playing. We we're all laughing and joking. Like, but once she explained what she had been through, it made it all make sense. So like you never know what somebody's been through. So pay attention to that kind of stuff. Seriously. And it's hard because sometimes people don't know how to articulate it. You know what I mean? And, and even trying to explain it, it makes them more angry and more frustrated because they don't know how to. And then like the embarrassment that comes with having had that experience. And now it's triggering you unnecessarily. And people around you are looking at you like you've lost your senses. Yeah. Something's wrong on mud when really and truly it's just something that you haven't had an opportunity to deal with or no one's given you that opportunity to deal with it. You know, and for me, like, I hate those things where, you know, and and it's good that you provided safe space for her to explain it, because a lot of times I think that people don't get that. You know, somebody will say to them, like, that happened when you were a kid, like, fuck, that was like 20, 30 years ago. Get over it. Yeah. And it's so 
for people to say that. And people will, sometimes people are really quick to say that, you know, like happened so long ago, just get over it. But clearly if they could have gotten over it, they would have, you know, exactly. sometimes people to jump that hurdle. It's, it's not as easy um, as you think. I know like with Caribbean culture and I'll just speak for Jamaica, that's a big thing, you know. So that happened when you were a kid, you know what I mean? That was a long time ago. Get over it. It happened in the past. Why are you still thinking about that? Why are you worrying about that? That look how long ago that happened. Why is that still on your mind? Why is it still bothering you? Instead of saying, you know, let's talk about why it's still on your mind. Let's talk about why it's still bothering you. Let's talk about, you know, how it affected you and what we can do to help you move forward from that in a healthier and happier way well ladies and gentlemen that has been another episode of love lust and badass so if you can't tell we had a lot of fun on this one um aj tell the people where they can find us so we can go the hell home (laughs) um so you can find us on our social media platforms on twitter and instagram at love lust and bas if you want to email us uh any questions concerns thoughts follow-ups anything that you'd like for us to table you can email us at lovelustandbas, all one word, at yahoo.com. Um, CJ will give you our <laughs> phone number. For the love of God, people stop calling. Uh, you know, there were a couple of videos that I posted, and honestly, like in the span of three days, I think like 50 people called, which I don't know if they've left messages, but stop calling. I, I'm never going to answer. And one day CJ is going to answer and tell you something you don't want to hear, so mm-hmm. don't, don't do it. Save yourself that. <laughs> but um, <laughs> you can find me on uh my social media on instagram at badass underscore jones underscore i'm also at that kid aj that jones kid aj one um if you haven't checked out our love lesson badass soul page the information for our upcoming live which is happening in atlanta saturday july the 27th is there um you know thank you to the great sponsors who have come on board we have erotic boudoir who was our standing sponsor of love lesson badass soul she will be there with her sexual goodies for the body, the mind, and the soul. We have on board B She Cares, B Dot She Cares, uh, which is a natural skincare line and lingerie line. We have Trap and Healthy Juices, which is a natural cold press juice company. They will be in-house. Um, we have a very talented artist who is going to be there as well, Gerard Arts, um, with some of his really sexy oil paintings. Um, there'll also be a raffle of two prints that he's graciously gifted to us. Um, so definitely be there and look out for that. We also have um, Royal Natural, which is a natural condom manufacturer. They are on board and we're going to have samples for everyone as well. Coming back for your taste and your palate, the sexy, the delectable, the red bearded assassin drink and the murder pussy. (laughs) Um, So Vodkila is definitely back with us again. So you will get to sample our sexy cocktails um, at this event. So uh, tickets are available through um any link you can catch it through cj's link uh he'll give you his um his, his social media information you can find it on our twitter you can find it on my page you can also find it on the lesson that asshole and you can follow me at ceo hayes that's ceo h-a-i-z-e and as of this episode you guys can go to the new love lust and badass soul facebook group where we hope to uh, be the place to live where people can openly discuss relationships sex Whatever, we'll be posting weekly discussion topics. Um, we may even pick those topics up and kind of discuss what's been said about them on the podcast, whether it be on this uh, the normal or the Patreon. Um, but yeah, go go search for us on Facebook. That's Love, Lust, and Badass Soul Discussion Group. Uh, also, as we've been pushing, we are also now on Patreon where you're getting one exclusive free episode. Uh, not free, I'm sorry. A, a One 
exclusive Patreon episode a month. Uh, all our videos, full videos will be there. You guys know you can catch clips of them on YouTube as well. But if you want the full experience, I'm even, AJ, I mean, you got to talk about this. I'm thinking about not editing the videos we put on Patreon either. So they get the full uncut, our shit talking, everything that we do um, on Patreon. <laughs> Exactly, (laughs) exactly. The pregame. But uh, then on top of that, you will also that is where the audio and the video from our live shows will live if you want to subscribe to Patreon. So uh, a lot of bonus and we're thinking about adding more stuff as we go. We just want to make sure the support's going to be there. Um, The sky's the limit for the Patreon. So definitely go and support us there. We definitely appreciate it. That's it. We're going to go twerk something. We will see you lovely and beautiful people next week. Peace. Well, about twerking? Why kind of be whining? Like, <laughs> <laughs> Most people don't know what whining is. I mean, I prefer... Whining is, is more sexy to me than twerking. All day long. Like, there's not even a comparison. There isn't. Have you seen my little video where I'm butting my slip? I'm not even whining good. It's just a little bit of a whine. But yeah. whining is... Yeah. Whining is definitely sexier than twerking. Yeah. Twerking is just like the, let me see that ass clap, like raunchiness. Whining is sensual. Like there's, it is. Yeah, it's, yeah. You got everything going. Okay. Sorry. Well, let's, ah. we, it's time for us to go to hell home. We will see you people next hola, week. Hola, hola. DJ Khaled Right through the gates of A When that wretched soul That live a life of evil Out of control Tormented soul Tormented soul Go away Go away Go away from me Take them away Father take them away Right through the gates of A Powers over darkness and light Hypocrites and Jezebels Dance to the devil's delight They made a pack They made a pack Bloody sacrifice How they kill Name and torture And use the name of Christ I turn them away They bless it, they bless it Two years dressing Said I wouldn't make it Protected from the holy sanctuary. If people 